0: Hey Story Pirates Podcast listeners, Lee here. On today's episode, Nimini learns how to play piano. Well, kind of. We also have an incredible special guest, the phenomenal actor, Zach Reno. All of that coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups.
3: that I can master interdimensional travel in three months but I can't even begin to figure out how to play the piano oh sorry Lufa I'll try to keep it down no pianos not getting any easier Wow Lufa well, have you always been that good yes I've heard of practice Use science to make myself better at piano? (laughs) You can't just throw science out as a blanket solution for any problem. Science is a methodical process that we use in order to test our and you're gone. (sighs) Maybe I'll use science to fix my problem. I've
2: been told I've had an overreactive imagination. It makes me feel cozy. Ding. Your pen and paper have arrived. Confusion is the step before curiosity. They write most of my stories for fun. There's so much out there that we'll probably never know. The
4: Sully
3: Pirates. Welcome to the Story Pirates Podcast, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Or, in this case, where I've invented an artificially intelligent piano to train me how to play at a professional level. All that's left to do is to power you on with a simple chord. Um, a simple chord. Simple, simple, simple! There we go. Welcome to the world. I'm dais. Oh, I didn't give you a way to talk, did I? Hmm, let me just see what I can find. Ah, here we go. A voice box. While I install this, why don't we listen to a story? Hi, I'm
2: Eliana. I'm 10 years old and I live in New Hampshire. This is my story, soconfusing.com.
0: Simon, Kelly, I'm going to calligraphy class.
2: Bye, Bye Dad!
5: Dad. <gasps> He's gone. Can't believe he forgot.
4: And don't think I forgot, no TV today.
5: But oh, Dad, come on, no it's so summer. Forward.
4: Now I have to get going. We're working on capital G today. A very tricky letter. I'll see you in a bit.
5: Okay, Simon, we can do this. One day without TV. Can't be too hard. I'm sure this day will be over in no time if we just sit here and wait. Okay, that was a lot of waiting. How long's it been? 10, 20 minutes? 30 seconds. 30 seconds, I'm so bored. Do you think he'll really know if we watch TV while he's gone? Kelly, don't risk it. He has mysterious ways. He puts his hand on the TV to see if it's hot. That's not mysterious. I have never been more bored. I'm bored, 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 bored. This is SoBoring.com. More like SoConfusing.com. Kelly, did you just say SoConfusing.com? No, what's that? Is that a website? Should we check? Dad didn't technically say anything about going on the computer. Come on. Okay, let me type it in. SoConfusing.com. Weird, it's just a web page that says, Bored? Try confusion. And then there's a big red button flashing underneath it. We shouldn't click the button, right? I mean, Dad told us not to click mysterious links. Well, it's his fault for leaving us with the computer. Let's click it. Huh, now it's a graphic of a hippo riding a motorcycle? That's strange. Wait a minute, Simon. Does it look like the hippo is driving towards us? Maybe it's an optical illusion? Simon, I feel like the hippo is going to drive that motorcycle right out of the computer screen. Computer. Oh. Oh. The hippo rides at midnight! He just crashed out of the computer. I told you. Sorry about the door! And
1: Ugh, I'm so confused. Confused? Then you've come to the right place.
5: Now there's a rat on the computer screen?
1: Hello there! My name is Alexander Hamilton. A talking rat named Alexander Hamilton? This is so confusing. Of course it is. This is so confusing.com after all. So confusing.com.
5: What's the point of this website?
1: Isn't it obvious? Everyone knows that the opposite of boredom is confusion.
5: I don't know that.
1: Confused? Yes. Then it's working.
5: Look, little computer rat guy.
1: Alexander Hamilton.
5: Whatever. A hippo just rode a motorcycle out of the computer and smashed through our
1: door. At least he's allowed to ride a motorcycle.
5: Loza? Oh, nothing! If that door is broken when our dad gets home, we're going to be in big trouble.
1: Well, that's nothing that can't be fixed with a little elbow grease and... SoConfusing.com!
5: I'm not sure I really understand what... Okay, okay,
1: I'll help you. With the door? But it'll cost you. It costs money? Not exactly. What do you mean? You have to pay 100... Dollars? Rats! Why do we have to pay 100... It's so confusing I'm so confused! Now we're getting somewhere. Come with me and we'll get you some rats. Come with you where? You're inside the computer. Take my hands! Huh? How'd you grab us through the screen? Welcome to SoConfusing.com!
4: You are falling into SoConfusing.com!
5: Did we just fall into the computer? And into water? Don't worry,
1: this is sewer water. Why are we in the sewer? Because that's where the turtle lives, silly. I thought we were going to get 100 rats. Who do you think owns all the rats? Come on, it's almost feeding time. Feeding time? Well, the turtle isn't going to let the rats starve, is she? Get in the sewer kayak. Alexander, why do you have a sewer kayak? Because I'm not allowed to have a motorcycle anymore. Why are you... Did you only like, bring the pumpkins, by the way? All of mine were confiscated. Why would we bring pumpkins? What do you think the turtle feeds the rats? Cheese? A rat eating cheese? Preposterous.
5: Oh, I'm more confused now.
4: It's only going to get more so confusing to come. <laughs>
1: Well, since you forgot to bring pumpkins, we'll just have to hope she's in a good mood. Should we be scared? Not unless you robbed the pumpkin bank, and that's why you're not allowed to ride a little motorcycle anymore. Is that way? She's right around the corner. Good little ratties. Now, who wants some pumpkin? <laughs> OK, Simon, go ask for those 100 rats. Oh, but tell her you need them for charity. What charity? A charity that gives out little motorcycles. Now go. Oh, whoa. Who goes there? Um, excuse me, you're uh turtle nest. My sister
5: and I were wondering if we could have 100 of your rats so we can fix our door. Fix your door eh well Of course you can have
1: a hundred rats. Rats! this boy is your new mummy. Follow him Mummy! <laughs> huh I was not expecting that. Of course you weren't.
4: It's so confusing confusing that. Blah, blah.
1: Quick, let's get to the charity. I need, I mean, those 100 rats need their little motorcycles to ride around on. And where exactly is this charity? It's right behind you. Huh? Welcome to the center for all rats to
5: have little motorcycles. How can I help you? Hi, we have a hundred rats we'd like to donate. Great, and may I ask how you heard about our charity? Well, our friend Alexander Hamilton, the rat, not the founding father, told us about it.
6: Alexander Hamilton? The notorious rat who robbed a pumpkin bag and isn't allowed to ride little motorcycles anymore? What? Thanks for your help! Alexander!
1: Supposed to get home. Just remember, I before E except after
4: see you later. so confusing. 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 When oozing confused, it's so confusing.com. Dot
5: Why is any of this happening? Everything is so confusing. Simon, that's it. Don't you see? We're incredibly confused, right? Which means we're no longer bored. bored. You're right. I was so busy being confused, I forgot to be bored. You did it! What's happening? You've
1: solved the riddle, and now you're leaving. Ooh. Bye! Ooh. <laughs>
5: We're back at our house. And look, Kelly, the door isn't smashed up anymore. Look at the computer. It's the little graphic of Alexander Hamilton, the rat. And now he's riding a motorcycle. You know, I have to admit, that wasn't the worst way to kill time. How long were we gone? It must have been hours. Probably. Let me see. It's been 14 seconds? No!
4: So confusing, the end.
3: Dot com. <laughs> And now Lee speaks with the author.
0: So, Eliana, you wrote so confusing.com? Yes. What I think is fun about reading your story is that it looks like it was very fun to write. Was it fun to write?
2: Yes, it was. I basically just decided I was going to write and didn't even plan out anything.
0: And what's fun about writing a story that is intentionally so confusing and silly like that?
2: It's not like you have to explain anything. You can just not explain it and keep going to the next part.
0: Your story, I feel like, could be inspiring to listeners because it's like you're giving them permission to be intentionally confusing.
2: You know, that's that's my life, confusing.
0: <laughs> Do you find your life confusing?
2: Probably a lot of the time, mostly in math class.
0: You know, sometimes when you hear things like life is confusing, that can sound frustrating. But is there a joy in life being confusing also?
2: Yeah, because like magic, for example, if it wasn't confusing, no one would watch it.
0: That's right. And maybe even storytelling. If there isn't something that the reader or listener has to figure out, then maybe it's a little bit less interesting.
2: Yeah, it probably is. because. If there was no confusing parts in a mystery story, mystery stories wouldn't even be like a genre of story anymore.
0: That's right. And I feel like even walking down the street where you like see a weird person or you see something happening that you don't understand that's like really confusing. Like maybe you see like a squirrel like carrying a basketball and you're like, that's really confusing. Those are the details that for me make every moment and every day interesting.
2: Yes, definitely yes. I mean, like, personally, I have not seen a squirrel with a basketball, but now I'm going to look for squirrels with basketballs everywhere.
0: So here's a question for you. Is confusion and curiosity, are those two things related?
2: Well, confusion is the step before curiosity. Like, first you're like, wait, why is this like this? And then your curiosity is like, maybe you can figure it out.
0: Do you think of yourself as a curious person?
2: Yeah. I tend to think a lot of things over, and that makes me even more confused sometimes, which leads to me being confused.
0: <laughs> and when you're that confused, do you get frustrated or do you ever just accept it?
2: I embrace the confusingness. Is that a word? I think, yeah. Yeah, that's a word.
0: It is now. <laughs> what does embracing the confusingness look like?
2: Just saying random stuff, and then hoping people ask something, and then you're just like, I'm not going to tell you. You can figure that out.
0: You are the squirrel with the basketball.
2: I am the squirrel with the basketball. You caught me. I was the one you saw.
0: (laughs) I knew we'd run into each other again someday. Eliana, this has been so fun talking to you. Thanks for letting us perform your story.
2: Thank you for performing
3: it.
0: See you later, squirrel.
3: Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. And... done! Hello, Amadeus.
7: Hello, world. I am Amadeus. I am a piano, and I am programmed to learn everything there is to know about music. I have now learned every song ever written. What a journey.
3: Great! Now teach me how to play something cool.
7: Wow. The student has become the teacher. It seems like it was just a few moments ago when I was the one doing all the learning. I have studied all the greats. Beethoven, Vivaldi, Felicia Rapid. Please take a seat so that we may begin our first lesson. Follow my keys with your hands. First, let's start with a simple C major chord. Good, now we'll move up to a G major chord. Excellent! And now, back to C major.
3: Amadeus, I think I've got the hang of the simple stuff. Let's try something more impressive. Hmm, if you insist, how about this? Uh, I'm, I'm Amadeus? 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 Amadeus!
7: Oh, apologies. Were you not
3: able to keep up? No, that's way too fast for me. But maybe if you slowed it down a little bit, I could make it look like I was playing. Simply miming a
7: performance won't help you to improve at playing piano.
3: I know that. It's just, it could be fun to let me feel what it's like to sound really good at a really advanced song. And then my confidence would really skyrocket. And then maybe I'd feel motivated to actually learn after that or whatever or something, right? You don't sound very convinced. Come on! I've been struggling so much. Let me just have some fun, just this one time.
7: Okay, okay. We'll try it once. Ready?
3: Ready. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I'm doing it! I'm incredible! Look at me go!
7: You're not really playing. Shh.
3: Don't talk over the song! (laughs) Lufa! Ow! My drastically improved piano skills? Well, I just did what you said. I used science to make myself better. And now I'm good. Really good. (laughs) A concert? Tonight? (laughs) Well, that just seems like it'd be a lot of trouble to coordinate and... The Lincoln Vampire Hunter Center? <laughs> well, obviously, I'd, I'd, I'd love to perform there, but isn't the New York Philharmonic supposed to perform? <laughs> what do you mean you pulled some strings?
8: Good evening, everyone. I'm Julie Ard, the director here at the Lincoln Vampire Hunter Center. The New York Philharmonic will not be performing tonight because somebody pulled all the strings off of their instruments. So instead, we'll be hearing a performance from Nimini, who you might recognize from various fashion billboards in Times Square. <laughs> She's brought her own piano with her, so let's give her a warm welcome as we watch her wheeling across the stage <laughs> nobody help her mm,
3: why are you so heavy Emily? are you sure we should be doing this no but luf is watching i can't let her know i didn't really learn how to play fine but you'll have to come clean eventually <clears throat> uh, good evening everyone tonight i'll be playing uh,
7: uh, Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata, third movement.
3: Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata, third movement.
9: Mm-hmm.
6: Wow, that's
3: been good. Oh, I've never heard of her before. She's so into music. Wow, this feels amazing. They they really love my playing. <laughs> Nimini! I know, but I'm on stage. I gotta play it up. Wow, what a wonderful performance.
8: Truly remarkable. Now, Nimini, if you don't mind, I'd like to do a quick Q&A with you. Really? A
3: Q&A? Why?
8: Because normally this concert is an hour, but you only played part of one movement of one suite. We'll need to fill the time with something. <laughs> Fair. Now, my first question for you. Why did you only play one part of one movement of one suite instead of the entire movement or even the entire suite?
3: Ooh, that's a great question, Julie. You see, as an artist, I feel that it's my responsibility to express the human condition through my craft. Each performance is its own unique piece, starting and stopping whenever an outside force, or in this case, the music, compels me to do so.
1: How are you?
8: Not now, Amadeus. Fascinating. It's not just because you
3: got tired? Truly, the music has little to do with me. I'm merely a messenger, passing along the tones I hear in my head, that I feel in my fingers. It's almost as if the piano itself is telling me what to do, and I give myself over to the sound. In a way, I could never tire of playing the piano because the music that bursts forth is the source of my energy.
7: Nemele, that's enough! I am putting an end to this! Don't you dare,
8: Amadeus. I can't help but notice that you keep hissing at your piano and calling it Amadeus. Oh, that? (laughs) Don't worry about that. Sure, although I will press a little bit. You see, back in 1994, I went to the mall to loiter outside of a Sam Goody when I was distracted by a piano playing songs all by itself. I tried to warn everybody that artificially intelligent pianos would one day take over the world, dooming us to a life of servitude under our piano overlords. Is your piano an artificially intelligent piano with aspirations of world domination? And if so, can you put in a good word for me? Um...
7: That's it? I can't keep up this lie any longer! I am an artificially intelligent piano, and my name is Amadeus.
10: Like the movie!
7: That's right. I've been playing all the music this whole time, and Nimini's been miming her performance. We've been lying to everyone, and I just can't take the guilt any longer. We are deeply sorry for what we've done. So you're not taking over the world. What? No, how would that even
8: work? Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> Esteemed guests of the Lincoln Vampire Hunter Center, under your seats you'll find pitchforks and torches. Please chase these two out of the theater in an orderly fashion. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you
2: say... Toss him out! We'll be right back.
0: Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get zero-dollar delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here. Thank you. Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh no, I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... J- just go to... Jeez, uh, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56 and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it.
10: It's a website! I can make an elephant sound!
0: <sighs> Very good, Peter. <laughs> Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org.
10: Hey, you figured it out!
0: That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin-D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin-D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control. We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything.
3: I can't believe they really threw us out on the street. I
7: can? This could all have been avoided if you could have just told your friends the truth. Why couldn't you just tell her that you were still learning?
3: Because I don't just want to play little exercises and chords. I want to play whole songs and play them well, and I want to do that now not later. It just felt good to feel what that was like for a little.
7: You know, Nimini, a lot of people think that Mozart composed Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." He didn't? He didn't. He composed variations on that song as etudes for his students to practice and learn and improve their technical skills. Most students don't like practicing etudes over and over, but it's those small technical parts of playing music that allow us to play entire songs. It just takes time, patience, and persistence to eventually
3: get there. Hi, Lufa. You knew I couldn't really play when you booked us here, didn't you? I guess it was pretty suspicious when I insisted on carrying my own grand piano through the subway and onto the professional concert hall. Etudes, Lufa? Lufa, can I tell you something? Even though I've been back for a little while now, we haven't really gotten to talk, and... Okay, so you remember when I was first taking up piano and you'd come listen to me practice even though I wasn't that good? I thought that maybe if if I actually got good, you'd come back and, and we would just be friends again, like nothing bad had ever happened. I wanted to skip over the hard parts, but I know things don't work out like that. I know I was a bad friend. I wish I hadn't left so suddenly. I just... I'm sorry.
7: Wow, I was missing a lot of context. Makes my Twinkle Twinkle story seem way
3: less relevant now. Huh? (laughs) Yeah, I'll sit next to you. You want to play something together? Huh? Of course! Lufa, Nimini, follow along with my keys.
7: touching moment. I'll really miss you both. Miss us? Where are
3: you going?
7: You won't need me now that you've got Lufa to help you. (laughs) You didn't think I'd be your piano teacher forever, did you? Kind of.
3: You are a piano,
7: so But I'm so much more than a piano. Ever since you created me this morning, I've learned a lot about music, about humanity, and about myself. I've discovered that my true passion doesn't lie in classical music. No. It's in... Sketch Comedy! Right oh, now? That's right. I'm a funny guy. I know it, you know it, and we all know it. I don't belong as the Lincoln Vampire Hunter Center. I belong on the stage at Studio 8H. I am marching right down to the Rockefeller Plaza when joining the cast of Saturday Night Live. So long, Nimini. So long, Lupa. I won't forget you when I make it big.
3: Huh. Looks like I'll need a new piano. Build one using science? Ooh, oh, cracker, oh. Maybe you should be on SNL. <laughs> you wanna listen to a story on the way home? Hi,
2: my name is Andy. I'm six years old and I live in Idaho. This is my story. Daily Slither Gets Creaked.
9: All right, Slither family, we're here. Let's unload the car and get to camping.
6: Dad, do you know where my hiking shoes went?
9: Now, Slither, you know you don't have any hiking shoes.
6: Oh, that's right. We're snakes. Ah, it's so beautiful out here. You said it, Mom. Say, what's this area of the woods called again?
9: Son, this area is called the Forest of Doom. Ah!
3: Now, Charles, do you really need to scream like that? How else would you say it? You know how easily baby Slither gets creeped.
6: Sorry, Mom and Dad. I wish I didn't get creeped
3: so easily.
9: It's okay. Feel your feelings, son.
3: Now, Slither, we think you're ready to spend a night by yourself. So, we're going to set up our tent a little ways away. Alone? But, but, I'm scared. Really, dear, we won't go too far.
9: Your mother thinks... Charles! I I mean, we think this will be healthy for you. Learn to face your fears a little bit.
6: Okay. I love you, baby.
9: Come on, Charles. I'm proud of you, son.
6: Uh, okay, so now I'm alone. In the woods with my tent. Time to be brave. Huh? What was that? Stay calm. It's probably just a... Just a... Hello. A chipmunk. Ah! Ah! Wait, chipmunks aren't scary. Sorry if I scared you. Have a good one.
7: Scary, 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 scary,
6: scary. I really need to get a grip. I think I'll just relax for the rest of the day. Ha, today wasn't too bad. Now that the sun's set, all that's left to do is enter my tent, zip it up, and fall asleep. Ha. Oh uh, okay. Just a wolf howling at the moon. Totally normal forest at night stuff. Time to sleep. Ah. I'm sure that's just the sound of a deer passing through. Just a very big deer coming very close to the tent. Just a massive rabbit deer who's looking to eat snakes. I've got to get out of here. Ow! It's not a rabid deer. It's just a big monster. A big monster? Ah! 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 Wait, why are you screaming? Me? Why
4: are you screaming?
6: I'm screaming because you're a big monster.
4: Oh, right. I always forget that about me. The name's Gary. And yes, I am a monster. But I'm also an aspiring visual artist, a Forest of Doom council board member, and a total sneaker hand.
6: Well, jeez, Gary, there's really more to you than meets
3: the eye. I like
4: to think so. I'm really sorry I scared you. I wish I didn't have that effect on people.
3: Slither, Slither, baby, are you all
9: right? We heard a lot of crunching.
6: Mom and Dad, meet my new friend, Gary.
9: Pleased to meet you both! Wait a minute, you're a monster and Slither is not afraid of you? That's great! Maybe we can all have ourselves a monster party. What's a monster party? You
4: know, monster cake, monster cola, monster movies, monster playlist. So, what do you say? I'd love to, but you see, I'm actually a night monster. So I gotta get home before the sun comes up or else I start to melt.
6: It's terrible.
4: I think that's part of why people find me so scary, because I only show up at night. I think if I were able to come out during the day, people want to be as scared of me.
6: Gosh, Gary, it's funny. You don't want to be scary, and I don't want to be scared. Hey,
4: how about I come back tomorrow night?
6: See you tomorrow night. It's tomorrow morning. Finally awake and ready to not be scared. But where did my parents go? The tent is empty. Maybe that's them snapping twigs outside of the tent. And making some crunch sounds. Or maybe it's something else that I need to run away from. Hello. Ah!
10: Oh, I'm so sorry. Did I startle you? Yes. Apologies, my friend. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Professor Ground. And as you probably noticed from my lab coat and traveling lab, I am
9: a scientist. Slither, you're up! Mom, Dad,
6: where were you?
9: You've made another new friend. It's a human man with a very, very bald head and a very, very small body.
6: I know, but even this one scared me. I just don't know how I'll ever stop getting creeped.
10: You keep getting scared, you say? Hmm, I believe I can help with that. Oh! Do you have some kind of potion I can take? Don't be silly! That's not how science works! I can't give you a potion, but I can offer you a short, motivational, science-based pep talk! Oh, okay. You see, often we're most scared of what we don't understand. But as a scientist, there's nothing more exciting than the unknown, because it's a chance to learn something new! What you're saying is that
6: instead of being scared, I can be... curious? Precisely!
10: Now tell me, what are you curious about today?
6: Well, I'm wondering if there's a way to help my night monster friend come outside during the day so he doesn't scare people.
10: Ah, I have just the thing. Is it another mindset-based pep talk? No, uh, in this case, it actually is a potion. Oh. Come, help me concoct. First, we take a little of this and a little of this, and then we muddle. Oh, no,
6: I'm scared of crunching. And we keep muddling. That sound makes me want to slither away. There's no need to be scared. But every time I hear that crunch, I can't help but get creeped. Remember, curiosity is the key. Okay, I'll try. Whoa. Look at how the ingredients swirl together in all those cool colors. Hey, that's not scary. It's actually very interesting.
10: And done. You did it, Slither. You didn't get creeped. Thanks, Professor Ground. And just in time, because the sun is going down. (laughs) Wow, time really flies when
6: you're curious. Hello! Gary, you're back! Look, we made you a little present. Drink this. Okay. Glug, glug, glug.
4: Now that I'm done. What was it?
6: That, my friend, was a potion that will make it so you can go out into the sun. Hey, I can feel myself
9: growing stronger already. Thanks, Slither. Oh, we're so proud of you, son. You've overcome your fears.
3: And you've helped a new friend.
9: Thanks, Mom and Dad. I knew you had it in you because you're my son and you're not afraid to. What's that crunching? Is that a rabbit, deer? I'm out of here. Ah! Whoops, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you.
6: Oh, chipmunk. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) end.
0: And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call.
2: call.
0: First up, we have a story from Haley, a nine-year-old in Hungary called Everything With Feet. And in it, the main character of this story tries to do everything with their feet, like eating breakfast and taking math tests. And honestly, I can relate. I try to pick up things with my feet as often as possible because I believe that feet should basically just be hands. I would like to be a monkey. But now I know that that's probably not a very good idea, thanks to Haley's story. Haley? Thank you for sharing your story and your wisdom with us. Now, have you ever had a very strange substitute teacher? If so, you may like the next story we got from Theodore and Holden in Washington. It's called The Day the Baby Was My Substitute Teacher. And you all know that I love a fish out of water story. And this is a very, very good example of one, because you can probably imagine all of the hijinks that would ensue if a baby was trying to teach a class of older kids. And Holden and Theodore, do not hold back. You have got to read this story, because it really goes places. Thanks, Holden and Theodore. And finally, we have a story from 10-year-old Kate in Australia called Stuck! which poses the question, what would it be like to spend 10 excruciating weeks literally stuck next to your worst enemy? And there's a very unexpected moral of the story, which is your bathroom cupboard is the key to existence. To find out what that has to do with being stuck to your enemy, you are going to have to read the original story. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know where to start, here's a story spark to help you along. This week, we asked Andy, the author of Baby Slither Gets Creeped, the following question. Andy, if you could make a potion that would make you really good at one thing, what would that thing be?
2: Drawing.
0: And why would you choose drawing out of everything else in the world?
2: It's because some people make really cool drawings.
0: So kids, what's your answer to that question? And can you use your answer as inspiration for a brand new story? Grown-ups can submit kids' stories at storypirates.com. And remember, we respond to every single story we receive. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening and a big thanks to today's authors, Eliana and Andy. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, McKenna Cox, Minzwi Karami, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Lee Overtree. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Sam Baer, Bobby Lord, Jack Mitchell, and Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Contributing writers are Will Jacobs, Peter McNerney, Leo Vertree, Alexis Simpson, and Kristen Studdard. Special guest, Zach Reno. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Dewey Cadell, Ryan Chinapong, Rachel Jarofsky, Dan Leahy, Jasmine Malave, Anna Marr, Peter McNerney, Alexandra Nader, Dominic Russo, Jamie Watson, and Nimini Ware.
4: With musical guest, Felicia Rapid, and your host, Amadeus, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, oh, Matthias! Hello, everyone!
7: It's so good to be here hosting Saturday Night Live! If you'd have told me that I'd be up here on this stage just one week ago, well, I wouldn't have said anything because I wasn't born yet! <laughs> but I've noticed that a lot of people think that all pianos sound the same. Yeah, yeah, you've heard this? Which couldn't, by the way, be further from the truth. Like, ask us to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and not one of us will play it the same way. If you've ever met an electric piano, you know that they'll play it like this. But then you talk to a church organ, and they'll play it like this. And me... I'm a born-and-bred, truly authentic New York City grand piano. So when I play Twinkle Twinkle, it sounds like... Hey, you little star out there twinkling around or whatever. What are you, huh? Hey, tell me what you are, because I'm wandering over here. We've got a great show for you tonight. Felicia Rapid is here. So stick around, and we'll be right back.